0: and quantum leadership development between them. Once again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's show.
1: Thank you. Welcome. We are here and we are ready to take off. This is Mainline Executive Coaching, ACT, Act and Action, Mainline Leaders, Action. And we're also going to be talking about and cultural transformation, how these two always work together back and forth. The key thing that we want to focus in here today is on the authenticity, the genuineness, the reality of great leadership versus what we call big hat, no cattle. That's where we're going with this today. Big hat, no cattle. Another version of the imposter syndrome, looking good, but smelling bad.
0: Yeah. So, <laughs> I, I The looking good, smelling bad is just the perfect analogy of this.
1: Yeah, what's that all about? Let's open this up right now.
0: Well, I want I want to read a couple quotes first here, Michael, because this, I think this is very interesting and it's very telling of what uh, I think we're we're seeing now. And this first quote is from Janine uh, Gilbert. She's a CEO for Indigo, and she states that of the Fortune 100 companies, only 56 have actually articulated what can be called a purpose or a mission. Now, and we're going to come back and talk to that here in a second, but let me read this second uh, quote. And it's from Richard Edelman, who's the CEO of Edelman. And he says that trust in CEOs has plunged because it, it is seen as all hat and no cattle, which hence the you know what we're talking about today. The idea that we can talk and not do is over. The idea that we can have purpose through promises is over because it is going to require action to build trust. And if you you really think about that, I'm going to let's go back to the first one, Michael. Fortune 100 companies, only 56, a little more than half, actually have a, a purpose or a mission statement or a vision statement that has been articulated throughout the organization. But yet, we're Fortune 100 companies. Fortune 100, not Fortune 500. Now, we put ourselves in a different light by saying we're Fortune 100 companies, but yet we have not articulated what it is that we do, why it is that we do it, or or who we are.
1: That's right. Yeah. There's a book written by Jim Collings about uh, From Good to, to Best. They have, what was what, what that called? From Good to Best? Yeah. I, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. From great, uh, Good to Great. Good to great. Thank you. It's interesting at the time he was looking at the best companies out there, the great companies, right? Yeah. Yeah. None of those companies now exist. No. Yeah, you're right. They're gone. None of them exist. They've all gone under, they've all gone out of business. So there's always this test that goes on in the marketplace about, are you really there? Are you authentic? Do you have a real sense of We call it authenticity or endurance, the ability, the grit, the ability to keep going and keep growing versus, you know, here today, gone tomorrow. You can have it and yet you can lose it. You may not have it, but you can get it. If you're willing to do the work, and get that kind of clarity of who you are, what you're about, what you're here to do, and then communicating it inculcating it throughout your organization. That's a must. If you're taking the lazy way out, and that's what it is, we're calling here big hat, no cattle it's the shortcut way of doing business and the shortcut will always get you nowhere in the long run
0: yes it, it absolutely will you know michael this brings to mind <laughs> that an experience that you and i had with a company here uh, locally and uh, we had gone down to visit them and a uh, very very nice building new building and as we we parked we had to park away from the front um you know it was interesting there wasn't even visitor parking up near the front but it was you know kind of in the back and it was a pretty big parking lot and it was uh, as we walked through the parking lot the closer we got we noticed that there was all these tesla charging stations and all these these teslas parked and, and getting charged right there up front and really nice cars so we ha- you have to walk past these symbols of whatever you want to call it, and in, in status. status symbols, yeah, you could call it that, and walked into the into the building. Now, when we walked into the building, if you recall, it was a great big atrium, big, big open lobby, very fancy. It was, you know, they'd spare, what, what you heard, no, spared no expense here. He spared no expense.
1: Impressive.
0: It was impressive. It absolutely was. But as we got in there, you know, you could hear your echo <laughs> because there was nobody else in there. There was nobody at, uh, no receptionist, even though they had a great big, nice receptionist desk. Uh, just It was just empty. And so, and we had had an appointment to meet with somebody. So as we were standing there from above us, if you remember, someone (laughs) yelled down, what can I do for (laughs) you? And it was someone calling down from the second floor who had seen us down there. So instead of coming down uh, the the stairs to greet us and ask us what we need, they yelled, "What can we do for you?" And then it, it took a while for the person that we were actually supposed to have this meeting with. And so when 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 uh, the person finally showed up, she was with the CEO. If you remember that she was, had been out to lunch with the CEO, yep. came in and sat down with it with us in the lobby, and the CEO hit around the corner. Do you remember that? Get around the corner and listen to our conversation. You know, since then, um, I, you know, I can tell you what I thought. The big hat, no cattle. That should have been their their motto right up front because there was no substance there at all.
1: That's right. It was very surrealistic in a lot of ways. Yeah. yeah. It's very dystopian. Yes. The whole disconnection to human beings and service and working with each other. That's what it was. It really was this kind of. It was almost like a kind of movie that you might walk into, and there's no one there, and you can hear the sounds of your own shoes walking on the floor. Yeah, you know that kind of stuff, and even talking a little bit, the echo effect on all yeah. kind of stuff. And then the the voice from above. You couldn't see the individual. It was just very strange. And then when they did arrive, it was like, well, we don't really, we're not really here. Don't 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 believe your lying eyes. I'm here yeah. listening to you. It was very very strange. And that organization, as it turned out, as we learned more and more about it, was very strange and interestingly enough, very very elitist saw themselves yes. as elite.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And so there, there you have it. I mean, you can tell a lot by companies. You can tell a lot by the culture of an organization by simply going into the building. And you know, we've talked about this before. If you go into a lobby, what's what's in there? Is there a vision statement? Is there a mission statement? Is what's on the walls about the organization? What's the receptionist like what's what kind of uh reading materials are actually in in the lobby? There's so much you can learn from just walking into a company you know and and case in point, what we just did, you could tell that it was a different type of organization, and it wasn't and in some ways we were not welcome
1: yeah they they, <laughs> they weren't passing out well maybe there was this one plate. There's this one office, uh, excuse me. this one desk, kind of a shared desk, where they actually were passing out cookies. But I think they were the exception rather than the than the example of right. what the organization is about. Now, there's another company we did some work with, which was very very interesting. They were willing to have us go in and do a an assessment on their company, and yes. we did some leadership training with them. And it's interesting at the time they were kind of stuck. They were doing things seemed to be okay. Yes. Kind of okay. They were kind of okay. They were doing well. Uh, and yet when they started finding out some things that they had some weaknesses in some derailers, some gaps, as we worked that through with them, it is an amazing thing what they've done. They had that just the awareness of what was going on that they just weren't willing to own and say, okay, this is ours to do. They have kicked in a number of programs to bring their people together, to have better conversations, to get them connected, to get them working out, to get them more motivated. That's the first step in a healthy organization, the willingness to say, we don't know. Yes. We're kind of unsure. We're a little afraid, but we recognize we are not working as well as we could. And we are willing to take a look at and see what's going on. Take some courage and some bravery to do that as well as honesty. However, once you do that and you really say, okay, these are the things that are going on, this is what's not working and this is what's happening. And again, you're willing to be honest, own it, and now do something about it authentically, not pretentiously, not with the big hat attitude, no cat, but come in and actually do stuff. Things really change. I was talking to that fellow just the other day and says, yeah, we actually have done a, uh, uh, what was a survey, a survey on how people feel about coming to work here yeah and our people are happy they're genuinely excited and happy because you know of working here the things that we've done it all started though with we really don't know what's what we're doing right. we don't really get it help us out get the help that's kind of part of the message here is this if you're being pretentious if you just think you're all show but no go but it's not really working out for your organization. I'm going to tell you those other 4 that 44 percent of those 44 companies now in the top 100. Let's check yeah. back in two or three years and see if they're even there any longer. Right. If they're not, if you're not showing up as let's not only have the big cap but the big go for everybody here, you're not going to last. That's to, if you're just about the dollars, you're not going to last. But if you're about the people, as well as performance, that's what creates enduring companies.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And and back to your point about this, this company that we worked with, um, when we first worked with that CEO, he admitted, I, I'm a CEO of this organization. I've been here a lot of years. And the one thing that I realized now that I'm in this position is, is I'm lacking real people skills.
1: And leadership skills. I, I
0: know the business. Yeah. I know the business. I know everything about what we do. But- I've realized now that we, you know, there's some things lacking and the the important part of what you said, Michael, about them is coming back and doing an additional survey. That's one of the, the, the signs that they're truly serious about this because you measure, you measure again and you measure again and you course correct every single time you need to. And what that does is that continues to build that trust in your organization. You know, they trust you. You trust them. We're all going to be on the same page. And that's that's what's lacking with so many companies. They might do something one time because I think there's a problem. And they'll do it in-house, and then they don't acknowledge what's going on. But I've done it. We've done the assessment. Now what?
1: Right. There follows the 75% failure and cultural transformations. Yes. That's yep. the whole thing. That's the whole thing. So you're exactly right. Building trust is not a one-off yeah it is an ongoing process of doing it again and again and again, making sure the people are connected, associations are working the performance of the job is getting done, but it's all getting done in the sense of we're doing this together, yeah. not that we're the ones with the big hats and you're the ones with the little ponies yeah
0: absolutely you know and uh, here's the thing too it's it's important to remember where you came from. Not everybody starts at the top, not everybody uh gets there. But so many are after that title. That's all we want. The title. The corner office, the the glass windows looking out, the the sky rise, whatever that might be, the Tesla front, Tesla parking spots, my own private parking place right near the front door, whatever that may be, whatever that may be. If that's all you're after, that is the paycheck and the 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 wealth and maybe you know the the temporary admiration of your colleagues. You're going nowhere. That's all you've got. That's your legacy right there. So congratulations if that's what you're after. But guess what? It's not going to last. What's going to last? Yeah, what's going to last is that building that trust, building the uh, developing that, that legacy behind you, those, those emerging leaders, those people who are going to come over and take your place and continue down the road of success. You know, and it's just like this, the second quote, the the day of hollow promises is done. Lip service is done. You can't, you can't build a company on that anymore. And a lot of what you were talking about earlier, how many of those companies that were the best companies out there, but are not here anymore. That was all they had. That was their substance.
1: When you talk about emerging leaders and helping nurturing them along, I think we've got to put that in the context of your, as a leader, your first harvest is that of getting your teams up to speed, up to performance, getting them so that they are cross-working so they can talk to each other and they can work at a level of high performance, but also high association so that you produce the results, you produce the services at a very high level of quality. That you expect. And that goes right back to your mission statement, your purpose statement, the vision statements, all yeah. those kinds of things. Are we really that becomes your accountability? Are we doing this? Or are we just mouthing it? So, yeah. if you really get there, the result of that first harvest of the results and of the building of the company and the people together, what it then produces, what sets you up is to Bruce, the second harvest is the emerging leaders. You cannot have a truly toxic organization or culture and expect healthy emerging leaders to come out of it. It's it's an anomaly. It can't happen. It's a disconnection. It will not happen. So if you've got leaders coming up through the ranks, and we know this, that HR says a lot of them that we just don't have the leaders on the bench. They're just not there. And it's kind of that 49, 50% that are saying it, right? They know they don't have it. HR is afraid that they don't have it. Same things like it's pretty close to that 5644. They don't get it. They don't have that. So it's a good indicator that unless you're putting it into place, all you're going to do, 50% of the companies out there are going to be promoting and encouraging leaders that have no, no cattle, but have been able to fool everybody into thinking they got the big hat. Yep. Absolutely. So that's what we do here. And,
0: yeah. there, and there are ways that we can help you uh, through that, change Change the whole course of what you're doing, the whole outlook of of your career.
1: Um, and we've seen that time and time again. Absolutely. And it begins with just doing some simple things. Let's get some baselines. Let's help you understand who you are, where you are, what's going on, how you're using the talent, how you're developing the talent or not. Let's take a look at you, where you are as leaders. Now, let's take a look at your culture here. That's the key thing. If you are those people out there, the leaders out there that don't want to know, that are the ostriches, you know, head in the sand, those are the ones that want to cover it up, that don't want to go there and really take a look, they want to keep all the dirty laundry in the basement, but never clean it up. Yeah, This, this podcast is worthless to you. But if you're those few leaders out there that you're listening to this and you're going, gosh, I really got to do something. This yeah, isn't really yeah. working out and I want it to work out. I just don't know what to do. I'm getting a little bit desperate every day. I get a little bit more desperate, not getting the sleep that I want. If I get whatever it is that I really, truly wanted here, what would it be? How could I get that help? This is where you start. Yeah. Let's get the real numbers. Let's get the real feedback. Let's look at it with clarity. Let's, let's look at it with, you know, being brave and being courageous without having to massage the numbers, without having to explain it away. Let's see it for what it truly is. Because that's the only way that you can establish a real foundation on which you can build and go forward, like this other company we're talking about. Yep. And you'll be glad you did. You'll be thrilled that you Absolutely. did. Absolutely. Yeah. That fellow, when I was talking to him, he was excited. He was truly yep. excited. Yep. Yep.
0: Michael Bailey.com, M-A-I-K-E-L Bailey.com. That's where you can find Michael. You can find all this information, testimonials. About these people that we're talking about, you can find information on our assessments. Uh, same thing with richbarenexecutivecoaching dot You can find this information. You can reach out to us on LinkedIn, and you know we can start a conversation there. But it starts with that conversation. It starts with with seeing what's there, and uh, let's just have a have a conversation. You know, worst case, we come away. Uh, learning a lot about each other, and you know, making
1: maybe making some great connections. Best yeah. case, you we help you become. You may not need it today, but you may need it somewhere. Yes. Also, go over to either of our websites. We've got a download report. Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely free. It's absolutely free. It's it's great. It is what is the hottest item in business and organizations today? You may be surprised. It'll give you all the facts and the figures that have been collected from a number of different companies out there who do this kind of polling, surveying. And let's take a look at the reality of what's going on rather than the wishful thinking of wish of, of what I'd like it to be. Yeah. That can itself be a kind of a wake up call. Just go look at the stats collected from around the world, from a number of companies, not just, not just one or two. Yeah. All right. Oh. Let's wrap this up. Okay. Uh, you, you
0: mentioned some new uh, places again that, uh, listeners in new cities were listening to us
1: well i don't know if, i don't know if i can remember right off the top of my head uh some new ones I mentioned some other one have we talked about zurich zurich before i don't know we have
0: it that's a new
1: one yeah it is a new one yeah, yeah. welcome zurich zurich happy to have you aboard yeah please write yep. the word yep
0: so once again uh we are at the end of another rousing episode <laughs> we hope you're you, you got something from this today. And, and if you did, let us know. Let's, let's talk about it. And until then, uh, take care of each other. And we'll see you soon. Yep. All the best. And leaders lead well. With all of the issues facing leaders and organizations today, you need executive coaching more than ever. Go to our websites, Coaching.com or michaelbailey.com. You can also find us both on LinkedIn. Reach out to us and let's sit down and find out just how bright your future can be with executive coaching. We'd also like to thank all of our supporters in over 60 countries and 600 cities worldwide who have helped to make us one of the top executive coaching podcasts in the world. From Rich Barron and Michael Bailey, this is Mainline Executive Coaching ACT. Thank you and take care.